But you know what makes the line between friends and more than friends really blurry? Beer. This is Irrational Confidence, a conversation podcast about entertainment, sports, and technology. This is episode number 27. I am Nicholas, and with me as always, the Northwest to my blue ivy, it's Brandon. Look at you at the pop culture references. Hey, I'm hip. What I'm podcast is this? I'm hipping with it, man. You hipping are. North effing west. North west. Wow. I was. I had my money on bluer ivy. I, I heard that if it was a boy, they were going to name it Easton. East and West. East and West? Yeah, East and West. I like it. Yeah, but no, it's a girl. Northwest it is. I think they should have gone with South in hopes of getting, like, a free plane fare everywhere. Oh, wow. Yeah, that could work. The, you know, then you wouldn't have to pay for your airfare or your bags. Exactly, exactly. And you get really peppy safety talks at the beginning. Yeah, I do enjoy Southwest Airlines. Never Except been. when you... What? I've never been on Southwest. Yeah, you don't fly a lot. That's right. <laughs> very, very seldom. Um, I actually I only fly with you. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> it's the only time I ever fly is when I'm going somewhere with you. That's funny. We've, we've flown twice together. Yeah, I think those are the last two times I've flown anywhere. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, I flew Southwest down to Disney, and I was uh, a little upset because I didn't get a peppy uh, safety talk. Oh, so I'm I kind of was disappointed. I was like. Really? I mean, kind of come to expect it. I mean, literally, of the last three or four times I've flown, I've probably flown Southwest about four times in the last two or three years, and uh, I've got a, I've gotten a really peppy talk every time, except for this last one. So I don't think I've flown four times in the past ten years. Oh my god! I think I've flown. I've flown. I think I've flown th- three th- times th- in the last ten years, and you were on all three of the flights. That's crazy. I flew in January. I flew in. What else did I fly in? I flew in January. I flew in February. Uh, I flew in May. Your world. I flew in June, and I'm flying next month to Charlotte, and I'm flying in August to Africa. That's all I do. You're you're a world traveler. I am. That's all there is to it. I got to do something if I'm not having kids. I guess. Yep. Something. That's right. Got to justify. Enjoy yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I am. I I got one. If you're in the market. it's okay. I quite enjoy the Uncle Brandon. Uh, yeah. I enjoy that with all the kids that I can have fun with them and then just say, here you go. Yeah, exactly. I don't have to deal with the day-to-day stuff like feeding them, making sure they go to the bathroom, making sure they, you know, learn stuff and aren't stupid. You it's know? all overrated. No, I, I can just I can just joke around with them and tell them stupid things and then pay the consequences when I'm not there. Exactly. Exactly. As as uncles are wont to do. There you go, and that's what I love about it. I'm perfectly content with that. Yep. And when I when we have our kids, then I'm sure you'll be content with that as well. I'm gonna ruin your kids. <laughs> I, have um, no, I have no doubt about that. I can't <laughs> can't wait. Dad, why do we never see Uncle Nick? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's too lazy to come down here and see us. Uh, no, I, I have a feeling you would not be in that category. There, there are some other people that may be in that category, but I don't feel like you'd be one of them. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna be, take an active role in your children's life. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, we have one hell of a show to throw out there tonight. Oh yeah, I've got uh, multiple, multiple pages of notes and uh, two tiny little things in our agenda. So I guess we ought to get started, huh? That's a little more like the usual for us. Yeah, we're, getting, like it. we're getting back to basics. Yeah, you know, we're getting back <laughs> to what made this podcast great. <laughs> back to what got us all of our listeners in the first Exactly. Part. You know what I'm saying? So we had to keep those listeners. So you know what yeah. we did? We had to say we got to put more crap in the news and follow up because it just That's wasn't right. enough the last couple episodes. That's right. That's right. So here you go. We're making up for lost time. Here you go with all the follow up you could ever want and more. Okay, so I've got a whole ton, so I'll just dive in. Do it. All right, All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in on this first one. I don't have much to say about it, but we we have to mention it. A dumbass walked across the Grand Canyon on a tightrope. Oh yeah, it's and apparently you also got your church message for the week or something. Yes, yes, you got your sermon. It was on a Sunday night. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was. Uh, he praised Jesus all the way across. Mm. Oh. Yeah, I, I didn't watch it. I almost yeah. I thought about tuning in and then 
all the Twitter stuff came across and it just seemed like, yeah, I'm better watching a supernatural episode that, that happened six years ago. You, sir, missed nothing. Yeah, that's what nothing. I figured. It was 22 minutes of a guy walking across a rope going, Jesus, praise you, Jesus. So it li- and, it really um, only took him 22 minutes to go. It took him 22 minutes. I think I think they said 22 minutes. Where was he at? Was he on the South Rim? You- I have oh. <laughs> I have no idea, oh, okay. honestly. I really don't know my Grand Canyon geography very well. <laughs> Jeez, come on, man. Uh, sorry. What are you teaching? What are you teaching, Beatrix? You just need- uh, not Grand Canyon geography. <laughs> Jesus. Literally, Jesus. Um, but he made it across, and there you go. He's still alive, as far as I know. He was on Sunday night. All right, so. So there you go. Amazing. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Um, Why was he doing than, this? Just so he could, because he um, could? I guess like world hunger. Was it like a Forrest Gump thing where mm, he was just running? Cause he could run. I think he was just running cause he could run or, or tight roping. Cause he could tight rope. He was tight rope because he could tight rope. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Like you do. He just started tight roping and, and never stopped <laughs> for 22 minutes. And then he stopped. <laughs> he didn't stop for 22 minutes and then he stopped. Yeah. Well, he ran out of Canyon. So, so how did he get back over to the other side? They took him in a helicopter over to the one side oh, and okay. then walked back. Well, there you go. Yeah. So it was quite a production. Really? Yeah. It was a big, the thing was, it was on for like two hours. Are you serious? I'm really glad I'm I didn't watch that. What, what did they do for? What? I don't know. I tuned in like 20 minutes before he started. Wow. They're, they're really hurting for summer programming. It was ridiculous. It was basically like a two hour, like, I don't know, lead up and commercial fest. And then he did it. And I mean, it was it. It was over. Right. He's like, okay, great. Alrighty then. Glad I spent that time wisely. Yeah, me too. And I'm glad we're spending uh, the time on the podcast talking about it. Yeah. I'm really happy about that. Yeah, me too. Um, Ecstatic. So shall we get to uh, further and more important news and follow up? Uh, I would love to. Boom. Okay. Uh, Okay. Number one, Apple has seeded, I think this was yesterday, they sent beta two of iOS seven to developers. Uh, beta one, I guess you'd call it, the, the first beta that came out at the WWDC conference. Um, this replaces that, and it's got a bunch of bug fixes in it, as you would expect. Um, but the most significant thing is it now works on iPad and iPad mini, so they've increased support for a bunch of different devices. Sweet. So they are coming along on it. Awesome. I don't have any details because I'm not on the developer program and I don't have access to it. But there you go. Right. It's coming along. Development is progressing. Excellent. Okay. Were you thinking no. September on that? Yeah. Uh, last year it was like what? Late September, late September okay. that they announced the five. I'm thinking around that same time. Maybe early October, but I don't know. Somewhere around that. But I mean, I they, would, would they push the software update before they released the phone? I think if it were a hundred percent ready to go, they've met all their goals and, and they were ready to release it. And the phone for some reason was being held up. They might do it, but I think that's fairly unlikely. They're probably going to try to time it so that it's all together. Cause they're only going to want to have the one event unless they do something new with iPads and then they'll have two events, but I don't think they're going to have another event just for the iOS seven. Oh, okay. So unless they do like a music event, so sometimes they'll do that, but they already announced iTunes, iTunes radio. So there's no need for that. I don't think So we'll see, but yeah, sometime in either September or October, I would guess. Awesome. So, I'm yeah, excited. Man. I am waiting with bated breath. Yeah. And then I'll, as soon as I get it on my phone, I'll be like, I need a faster phone. My phone sucks now. My phone's awful. I gotta <laughs> have it for another year. Oh god, Ugh. my phone is less than a year old. The, and it runs the latest operating system, <laughs> and I hate it because it's terrible and awful. Oh, the agony of it. The agony. We're the worst people in the world. Pretty much. Uh, okay. Uh, we have lots of news and announcements about replacements for the Google Reader that is going to be retired on. I forget if it's the last day of this month or the first day of July. It doesn't really matter. It's going away. I uh, got a whole bunch of announcements about replacements for the Google Reader. Number one, we've got Feedly Cloud. It is now live and available to all users. 
Uh, I've personally used Feedly before. It's not bad. It's just not my kind of style thing, but it's available for everybody to use now. So is Feedly Cloud different than Feedly? Because we haven't been talking about Feedly before. Technically, it's different, but if you use Feedly, now you are using Feedly Cloud. It's like the back end. Oh, I like yeah, I like the back end. I know you like the back end, so this should suit you just fine. Um, not to be com- not to be confused with bag end. Very different, very <laughs> different. Now you can have a back end and bag end, but it's you very you difficult could. to have a bag end in back end. Those dirty, filthy hobbitses. To see the hairy feet. Uh, in the back so Feedly end. Cloud's available, and I believe Feedly itself is free, and so I believe the the cloud service is going to be free also. I like free. Uh, I know you like free. The dig reader is coming out from the folks at dig.com. It's going to be available tomorrow, the June 26th. And um, right now there's n- the iPhone app is not out yet, but it's been approved, I believe. And I think it's going to be out tomorrow or shortly thereafter. And there's an Android app coming soon. There's dig reader. Boom. Also, um, I don't know if you know this, but the folks that own dig, uh, beta works, they own Instapaper now. So it's going to be kind of integrated somehow that like you can, if you use the dig reader, like you can very, very easily and quickly move stuff into Instapaper or view things with that Instapaper mobile, uh, viewer thing. So that should be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, for those who are concerned about Instapaper being owned by the dig people, they structured the deal with Marco Arment so that they kind of can't shut it down. They can't really change it too much. They can only like add to it or something like that. So Instapaper will be around for a while. So All uh, right. even by itself. Yeah. Um, Net Newswire 4 beta is was announced. And that is a free open beta until the completed version ships. It's going to be $20 when it ships. If you pre-order it during the beta, it's going to be $10. Uh, problem with that is right now it's only on Mac. It doesn't sync to any of the other NetNewsWire um, services or any other NetNewsWire apps right now. And they were, they were going to have an iOS version out this summer, but they're redoing it because of iOS 7. So no word on when that's coming out. Gotcha. Um, and so because it's a standalone app, there's no sync right now. So it's only on the Mac. Um, but it is free until they ship the whole thing. And then uh, this one kind of came out of left field. AOL Reader. They are, they've started taking invitation requests uh, on Monday. Uh, but it is a closed beta and it's restricted access. So don't really know what that looks like or what's going to happen with it. I can't imagine that's going to take off more than... Feedly or Dig. I think those are going to be the two big players. So I'm down with Dig. I know you're down with Dig. Dig. It seems like it's going to be pretty cool. The I, I read a couple of articles and we I got a uh, article uh, links to all these in the show notes. There's an article I read. I think it's on Wired uh, about how they put it together. And it was really interesting. They got a lot of really good ideas and stuff. So um, finally, regarding readers, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about Feed Wrangler. I've been using that since it came out, and it's really good. It's really good. Have you taken the plunge with the feed wrangler? Uh, no, I have not. Yeah. Um, I don't, I think most people aren't going to because it, it is not cheap. It's $19 a year. Um, but it works really well. It syncs really well. Um, if there's ever going to be any downtime, the guy that, um, uh, developed it, David Smith, he notifies people via Twitter pretty quickly. And you know, the downtimes have all been really short and they get, they get fixed really quick, really fast. Um, the iPhone and iPad apps both work really well. Um, and you can access it via the web. Um, so that's pretty good. He's got a desktop Mac app and an iOS podcast client coming soon. Oh, okay. So I guess it'll be basically an RSS reader, but with audio playback. So that'll be kind of cool. I'll have to see how that works. Um, the only issues I've seen with it, and these are kind of like minor bugs that, um, seems like things that he can fix pretty easily. And if he doesn't, then, you know, I'm, I'll, I guess I'll report him to him. Cause he seems he's a kind of, I've emailed him a couple of times before about other stuff and he writes back in like 30 seconds. It's kind of ridiculous. Um, but the only problems I've run, I've run into is sometimes you have to refresh the feed a couple of times to get red items to go away. And the only other thing, and this is, so, this is really like a pet peeve of mine. When you like, like I subscribe to devour.com and a couple of other sites that show video, 
And when you pull up a video in Feed Wrangler, it will only let you show it in portrait mode. It won't let you flip over and watch it in landscape. Huh. That drives me a little crazy. As, but, it, as it would. I would assume yeah. it would. But those things said, it is a really good app and it works really well. And I have no regrets of paying money for it. So, well, but I can definitely understand why people wouldn't want to pay money when there's so many free options. Exactly. Yeah. Pay money, Um, pay money to see good movies this summer, not for apps that are free. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I really like it. Um, I think it works really great, but yeah, but you're what they call a heavy user. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, just from what I've read, obviously I haven't seen the dig reader or, you know, or, you know, what it's going to be like, how well it works, but I can't imagine that for most people, this is $19 better than the dig reader. So, but I like it. So there you go. Well, you know what? I'm really happy for you, buddy. I'm glad you, I'm glad you're happy for me. I'm happy. Your happiness means the world to me. I know it does. I know it does. You're, you're a, you're a kind and loving man. Uh, <laughs> so boom, there you go. All right. We got, uh, got a couple of movie trailers. Yeah, we actually have well. three. I, I, for, I neglected to add Did one you to the add list. one on me. I didn't add it, but I added it in my head. If you added it in my head, as it, in your head, as it were. Yeah. In my um, head, in your head. Do you want to put that at the end? Uh, yeah, that's fine. We'll do that okay. one last. So Lego movie trailer, Lego movie trailer. We had talked about this movie, I think. Yes. Right. Because of all the kick-ass people that were attached to it. Chris um, Pratt, Morgan Freeman, yep, yep. lots of people. Yeah. Um, let's see here. See if I can pull up everybody. I watched it and I got a link for the show notes. I watched the the Lego movie trailer. It seems to me very similar to the humor that's in the cutscenes in the Lego games. Because there's a lot of yeah, that yeah, same yeah. humor. Yeah, and yeah. It looked really good. Um Allison Bree, Elizabeth Banks, Chris Pratt, Will Farrell, Morgan Freeman, <laughs> Liam Neeson, Will Arnett, Charlie Day, Nick Offerman. And that's, I think it would be easier for you to list the people that aren't in it. Yeah, that's true. Or at least the people that you would know. I mean, Nick Offerman yeah. plays Metal Beard, which is awesome. <laughs> and Will and Will Arnett is the voice of Batman. That's badass. That is awesome. And I think he's in the trailer, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in the trailer because they're talking about he's, they're on like the Batwing or something. And he, <laughs> is everything you own black? Yeah, yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was awesome. Some of it's dark gray. <laughs> yeah, it's that voice, you know. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, so that uh, was really good. I got a link to it in the show notes. Looked awesome, and that opens February twenty eighth of next year. Are you sure? It says Fe- it said uh, on the on the website. Uh, IMDb says February. S- oh wait a minute, let's look here and see what it says. IMDb mm. said February seventh. Yeah, USA February seventh. Mm. February twenty eighth in Brazil. Was I watching it on a Brazilian site? You may have, like you do Fe- again. February twenty seventh in Russia. And then if you're if, get, if you're unlucky and uh, you do live in Bag End in New Zealand, you're not going to get to see it till April 10th. Screw that. Yeah, I would buy a ticket to America to see it early. <laughs> really? No. Okay. Uh, you you, you got, wouldn't have to if you're in New Zealand. You can just go to Hong Kong uh, and see it on February sixth. That's true. Or you can pirate it. New Zealand and Australia pirate no, more movies we don't, than anybody else. No, we don't do that here. But not no, not in America. Not in America. We don't do that. No. So yeah, Lego Movie looks good. I think so. I think it looks fantastic. Uh, second one is Jobs. Yeah, did you watch this trailer? I did watch the trailer. What do you think? Uh, Ashton Kutcher is Steve Jobs. Josh Gad is Waz. Um, Kutcher looks good, I think. I think he looks pretty good as Jobs. Maybe a little over the top of this performance, but he does a decent job. I think Josh Gad just looks goofy. Yeah. I don't, think, I don't think Waz was happy about him how he was portrayed in the film either. I can't say that I would blame him because he's kind of it. They've kind of made them into like a comedy team and jobs is a straight guy. Right. And I don't think that's the relationship they had at all. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know if the movie's going to be any good, but at least Kutcher looks kind of decent. Are you going to see uh, it? Uh, not in the theaters. Probably not. Okay. I'll see it on Netflix on your, you have to watch it on an Apple device, Apple device. Yep. Yeah, that's right. It's the only way to go. Only way to go. Okay, the last movie. Uh, I think you had, I think it was off something you had retweeted, so I'm hoping that you saw it, was um, this movie called Drinking Buddies. Yes. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to be first in line to see so that So I showed movie. it to my wife, and she was all in, so I'm very excited. So um, 
So it's a kind of like a romantic comedy ish. It's set in a brewery. And um, the uh, the premise is you've got these with, with those two. You don't need a premise. Right. right exactly. Olivia Wilde and Anna Kendrick. Yeah. Yes. Um, so they are they've you know, they're couples. So Olivia Wilde is with I don't remember who Ron Living. One of them's with Ron Living. Yeah. And the other one is I forget the guy's name, but he was in. I don't know if you ever saw the movie uh, Safety Not Guaranteed. It's in my queue. Yeah, it's actually not bad with with uh, Audrey Plaza. With Audrey Plaza uh, and the guy from the League on FX, I forget his name, but uh, yeah, interesting movie. It's kind of weird, but that guy's in it. The other boyfriend is in it. And he actually does a pretty good job. Um, but yeah, so it's about I guess uh, Olivia Wilde and her the guy who's not her boyfriend. They work together <laughs> at the bar and they start to have feelings for each other. And I guess it's the same for her boyfriend and the other girl. And so it's this mm-hmm. whole weird, like, you know, awkwardness and, uh, but it's really funny. And Olivia Wilde is really hot. And so is Anna Kendrick. And so I'm all in on it. Yeah. It looks super good. Yeah. So I don't know when that comes out, but it's, it's more of like an, it seems like more of an indie flick. Um, it does. It feel it, it looks and feels more indie than say romantic comedy. Yeah. So maybe uh, we need to double date that one. July 25th. So that's coming up pretty that's soon. That's coming up quick. We need to figure out a way to double date that one. Yeah. Luke and Kate are co-workers at a Chicago brewery where they spend their days drinking and flirting. They're perfect for each other, except they're both in relationships. Mm. Wow. Luke. Oh, uh, yeah. Luke is in the midst of marriage talks with his girlfriend of six years. That's uh, um, Anna Kendrick. Kate is playing it cool with her music producer boyfriend, Chris. But you know what makes the line between friends and more than friends really blurry? beer <laughs> now that's true yeah it is true that is true so yeah that looks like a fun flick i'm in i'm in on it yep. and that um, guy is like that jake one. johnson was the guy i was is. trying to explain that he was in uh, he's also in the show new girl on fox i don't watch it but no. um but yeah he was in mm-hmm. safety not guaranteed and uh not a ton he was in 21 had a role in 21 jump jump street blah 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 i assume you mean the movie not the tv show uh, yes, the movie, not the TV show. Okay, because he would be like three in the TV show. It was also in uh, Get Him to the Greek. He was really. He was a jazz man, whatever that means. So and uh, yeah, so there you go. So Drinking Buddies looks pretty decent. I'm super excited about that movie. Yeah, that should be that fun. So good. I mean, I think that's a nice break from a lot of these big budget action movies. Go see something that's make you laugh are there any zombies in drinking buddies um i do not think there are zombies i don't know if anyone dies mm. in drinking buddies mm. so i'm sorry to burst, burst your bubble there mm. i'll get through it yeah uh you can go see world war z if you want to see zombies that's out okay that's out now it came out friday okay i um i don't know about this movie okay as much as i like the trailer the more i hear about it the more i keep hearing it's not anything like the book. Go read the book. Go read the book. So last night I bought the book on iBooks. Okay. And started reading the book. Okay. The book is amazeballs. Really good, huh? It's really good. Oh, shoot. I'm going to have to read it. It's like, uh, the what's it called? The official something or something? Yeah, it's like the oral history of the zombie war. It's like 10 years after the fact. Okay. And he's telling the history of like how it started and, and everything. It's crazy. Okay. Crazy. Is it is it just a standalone book or is it part of a series or I think it's just a standalone. That's all I saw. All right, I guess I'm gonna have to read it once I get done with Storm of Swords. Which yeah. dear God, if we can just get on a tangent real quick. Um like Red Wedding. It, yeah, I saw the and the second wedding, which apparently isn't is <laughs> the it, second wedding. Which yeah. isn't in season three. So when the second wedding happens, I, I'm just like, Holy shit, can anybody get married in this world? <laughs> Yeah, really it's ridiculous. It's, it's crazy. So I, I'm pushing through it. Uh, I'm uh, I'm at the wall right now and the wildlings are attacking and Jon Snow's walking around with his bum leg. Um, he knows nothing. He knows nothing. So. Uh, so, yeah, it's getting kind of crazy. It was funny because, you know, I kind of I was kind of pushing through it. It was hard to push through because the middle section was just like just getting so dry. And mm-hmm. uh, and then it was just like this random uh Catlin chapter and I was like oh yeah whatever Caitlin Catlin chapter I'll read through this oh my god (laughs) (laughs) 
what just happened? I had to reread the chapter again because I didn't believe it the first time. I was like, what the deuce? Oh, it's crazy, man. Oh, yeah. It's insane. Insane. Uh, but Literally insane. But um, what were we talking about? We were talking about uh, drinking buddies. Oh, oh, zombies. So here's my... Zombies. Yeah. So World War Z, one, okay, so I need to read that book. So thank you for that. You're welcome. Two... It's probably going to get dropped off my movie queue for no other reason than it's just bad timing. Uh, you know, I saw Man of Steel last week. I actually kind of want to see Man of Steel again. I might see it in a couple of weeks. And mm-hmm. um, and then I want to go see Monsters University. So mm-hmm. I got to go see that. And then there's another movie called Pacific Rim that we're going to talk about in a few minutes that yes, I really want to see. So I can't see everything, buddy. You know, something's got to go yeah. or else I'm not going to be able to record a podcast. Well, that can't happen. No, so uh, I think I'll read the book like you and then maybe uh, Netflix it or something. Well, I can tell you the, I don't know, maybe 20 pages I've read so far. Amazing. Super good. Best 20 pages ever of a zombie book. Yep. So definitely on the iPad and going with me on vacation. Cool, man. Well, let me know how it is. I will. I will. For sure. Sure. I I have to read the, uh, our friend Katie from Chesapeake finished the new Dan Brown book. So I'll have to read that too, mm-hmm. but that I can get through that easy. That's like reading Harry Potter. I mean, that's like a, it's a easy. Oh, Harry Potter's written on a way higher level than Dan Brown. <laughs> I heard this one was a little bit better. It couldn't get worse. <laughs> Very true. The last two were horrifically bad. Very true. And yet I bought them in red. Oh, see, <laughs> because in I'm the end, an idiot. Dan Brown wins. He wins. He always, always does. <laughs> All right. So All right. moving on. All right. Next bit of news and follow up. Oh, we're still on news and follow up. Yeah, well, just news. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no follow-up yet. No follow-up. Uh, this week, uh, I guess it was this week, or no, it was late last week, uh, HBO Go and Watch ESPN apps were uh, put on the Apple TV. So if you do an update on your Apple TV, they'll show up along with Sky News from the United Kingdom and two channels I've never heard of in my entire life, Crunchyroll, I guess, and Quello, Kello. It's a channel. I, I, it's a. I don't know what app. those are. It's an app, or I immediately went into parental settings and hid them because I don't know what they are. And so, um, um, HBO Go requires an HBO subscription. You have to like activate it. Um, ESPN, however, is just based on your internet service provider. Um, it's basically like how you remember. I guess it was ESPN three or whatever it was. Or ESPNU, I forget what it was. Uh, the one that was only available online. Right, but is it based and, off your ISP or is it based off of if you have a TV? Because here's my here's my question: Is that I have so I have FiOS now, mm-hmm. but I don't have FiOS Television. I have FiOS Internet. I think it's only based on your ISP. Wow, that is awesome. Yeah, because when I pulled it up and started and started searching through stuff, it let me watch anything I wanted. Didn't ask for what cable I was subscribed to or anything. Wow. Just let me start watching. Well, I know some people that might be interested in that. You can watch cricket matches on this junk. Wow. Yeah. Epic. I, I know that gets you excited. I'm really excited about cricket. No, no I'm not. <laughs> so, yeah, they got basically everything and live stuff. I mean, it's crazy. So, looks really cool. Cool. Um, My thing about the HBO Go app is why would... Apple let them put this on the Apple TV instead of just saying, no, just air airplay it from the app on the iPad. Why would they put it on the Apple TV? If somewhere down the line, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be able to be like, I want HBO right now. Click iTunes account. Boom. I've got HBO. Exactly. I think that's, that's the next step. Is that in the cards? Cause it I should mean, be. I'd sign up this very minute. I'd go in there, right? I'd hang up on you. I'd go in there right now and sign up and start watching game of Thrones. Nice. Like you do. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a natural progression. I don't know why it hasn't. I mean, you can see everyone wants everything interconnected I and mean, you can see with mm-hmm. iOS seven and, and iTunes radio and how you really get to that point where you start, you know, you're listening to this music on the stations and then you say, Oh, I like this song I can purchase right now on iTunes. Boom. Yeah. So I think, I think you're hitting it right on with, you know, really trying to minimize where people have to go to get their content and they want it all in one place. So, you know, and I would be willing to pay, as much, if not more, to get it directly on my Apple TV than to get it through the cable company, then have to sync all the crap up. Like, just let me pay HBO. 
I hear don't you. care. Did you, care. speaking of paying for, for stuff, did you see where I had uh, retweeted from a, a film uh, account, a film guy account about the ads on Hulu? So, so this guy, mm, so. Uh, I don't know. I don't, if, oh, uh, yes. So, about paying for right, it. Right, yes, so, I did see that. That was very smart. So Slash Film, uh, who I follow, who's really super connected with everything Hollywood. Um, he said, I wonder how much at Hulu makes on combined ads per episode per household. I'm willing. Mm-hmm. I'm betting pennies. I'd be willing to pay 10 times that for no ads. And I like I thought of you immediately in our previous yep. discussions. And then he and then the next much was it he the said? next tweet said, looked it up. Hulu makes 15 cents per episode in ad revenue. I'd pay five dollars a month extra and plus plus membership for no ads and watch many less episodes. Exactly. I'd pay them if they took out the ads and, and put more content on, I'd pay them $20 a month. I don't care. That's crazy. 15 cents per episode. Yeah. In ad revenue. It's ridiculous, man. I, no wonder they're losing money. Yeah. I, I just, they just don't get it. They need to listen to their consumers and not have commercials of even the name tastes good. They do. Oh <laughs> God. It was playing today during, I was watching daily show and it was playing. I was like, Oh God. <laughs> Oh, get more or so, get more commercials. Yeah. Well, wait, yeah, exactly. Um, so long story short, HBO Go and ESPN and Sky News and Crunchyroll and Kello, Quello, they're on your Apple TV now. Awesome. But, yeah. So uh okay, now we've got uh two last things of news and follow up, which actually kind of well, one of them's news, one of them's follow up. Okay, I'll do the the light and fluffy one first. I like it. Uh, we finally have a wiki for Ooh. the Irrational Confidence podcast. We do. It's on now, on Wikipedia. It is on no. It's on Wikia. Oh, why is it on Wikipedia? Because I wanted a free one. Oh, you have to pay. For, wait, a minute, I thought Wikipedia is free. No, 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 not a Wikipedia page. A whole wiki just for us. Oh, yeah. So we can have pages for each episode. Oh, yes. And pages for us. But I think in fairness, we should let the fans do all this. Yeah, exactly. Um, many we thousands I'm of the fans. talent. I don't, I don't do I, work. I'm just an idea guy. Yeah. yeah I, I'm just, <laughs> um, so I set it up. Uh, it is at, uh, shouldn't be too hard for me to remember here. It's ear con pod. I R R C O N P O D dot wikia oh there it is w-i-k-i-a dot com it's right there they also have an ipad and iphone app that's free you can go on and like edit stuff look at this uh it is going to be we have a page and it was 100 percent free i went in and set it up and did nothing with it i like (laughs) so there's nothing there yet don't do anything but it's there um it is going to be run administrated uh gurued by lis- listener from Chesapeake, friend of the show, Katie. Oh, excellent. So she she has agreed to this. She well, there's no binding contract, but she was like, Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I took that and I ran with I'll it. Take it. <laughs> I'll take it. So you're saying there's a chance. Sold <laughs> to the eager to the eager uh listener from so Chesapeake. Hopefully soon we will have a excellent. Well this is this is community good. place. This is for, good stuff. This is good stuff. Yeah. Because I think it might, I haven't really looked at it. There oh. might be like forums and stuff. I'm not sure. But what's funny is the Lego uh, movie trailer is playing as an ad, I guess, on the bottom of really? the Aircon Pod Wiki. Man, that SEO is working gangbusters. Um, so yeah, we got a wiki. Cool. Boom. Awesome. It's there. And there's a link in the show notes. And I will put, um, I will try to remember to put the website in the, um, the canned text that I put at the end of every uh, episode post so that it'll always be there in your podcaster. Uh-huh. So you can click on it and go to the wiki. Awesome. Boom. I will try to remember to do that. Right. Um, okay. Last bit of news slash follow up is, and I think we would be remiss without saying um, James Gandolfini died last week. The man was only 51 years old. Can you believe that? Wow. Young dude. Heart attack. Heart attack, died in Rome of a heart attack. Now, I am a big James Gandolfini fan. However, 
I've only seen like three episodes of The Sopranos. Yeah, see, I'm not. A, I mean, he's all right. I don't have anything against the guy, but I, I just I love him. But I didn't see him. I didn't actually watch very many episodes of The Sopranos. I like him for these other roles that he's been in. I've watched zero episodes of The Sopranos, and in addition, in the six years since he was on The Sopranos, I've only seen two movies that he was in. Uh, one of them was The Taking of Pelham One Two Three. Yes, which I rented it was. Um, not which, nearly as good as the original, right? Uh, and <laughs> Zero Dark Thirty, Zero Dark Thirty. Yes, he played um, what's his face in Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah, yeah, that is correct. The CIA director, also CIA AKA director. what's his face? Yeah, what's his face? Um, he was also. I don't go in reverse chronological order because the first one you're gonna shit yourself. Uh, he played the voice of Carol in Where the Wild Things Are. He was Lieutenant General George Miller in In the Loop, which is one of my favorite movies ever. Uh, do you remember the movie in the loop? Never saw it. Uh, it's hilarious. You really need to see it. When, Very funny. When I watched it? it on the way back from London. It was one of the four movies I watched on the way back from London. What the hell is it about? Really funny. It's about uh British uh, uh, prime or not prime minister, but a British uh, parliamentary guy I don't like, coming uh, over here and like they're trying to talk in themselves into a war. I don't like it's pretty funny. I don't like period pieces. <laughs> it's not a period <laughs> piece. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it was set like two years ago. Uh, I'll um, watch Fast and the Furious. Um, so he he was in that. He was very good. He was uh, a gay hitman. Oops, I just spoiled it. He was a gay hitman in The Mexican. Which oh, was yeah, a, yeah. I did see The Mexican. Yeah. I actually enjoyed The Mexican. It was okay. It was okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. He was really good in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he was in uh, Crimson Tide. He was in Get Shorty. He was in True Romance. Put a hitman in there, too. Uh-huh. And... Are you ready? Are you sitting down? Uncredited role in The Last Boy Scout, one of his first movies. What was he in Last Boy Scout? I, he was uncredited. I really like that movie. <laughs> yeah, it's a good Damon movie. Damon Wayans, Bruce Willis. It's excellent. And the oh, excellent and the, the guy from MacGyver is in that. Um, uh Dana Elkar? No, the his pilot friend. Jack, oh, the one with the twitchy eye. Yeah. The one the one who keeps screwing him over. Yeah, 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 but you know yeah. he does it in a loving way. In a loving and, way, and 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 uh, matter nice of fact, guy. he uh, screws over um, Bruce Willis's character in the movie The Last Boy Scout when he has uh, when he screws his he wife. He's got typecast. Yeah, typecast. I hate that. Yeah. Um. So, I I feel sad because I really liked him. Oh, I'm I'm sad for you, buddy. Yeah. Oh. I was actually I was actually truly shocked. Uh, it was Wednesday of last week. My parents came over for dinner, as they do on Wednesdays, and uh, my mom says, did you hear the news? And I was like, no, I don't watch the news. What are you talking about? She goes, James Gandolfini died. And I was like, what? Like, literally, what? like, in the driveway. What? Like, across the whole neighborhood. So, yeah. Well, all right, man. Well, you know, RIP. RIP for reals. So, uh, that's all I got for news and follow-up, Home Slice. Wow. Love it. We have we actually got through that in 37 minutes. Done and done. So we've got two items on the agenda tonight. Shouldn't take yeah, shouldn't do. take too long, but I uh, think it's something that uh, we should we should talk about. First is Man of Steel. Man of Steel. This is about the Superman. It is about the Superman. The truth, justice, and the American way from the guy who's not American. Truth, justice, and the naturalized citizen. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you going to go see this movie? Um, I want to see it. But this my schedule is such that I probably will not see it in the theater. I don't know. You know, I'm going to be out of the country for a week. Yeah, but this movie is probably going to be in the theater for the next month. That's true. If I get time after I get back, I'll go see it. Okay. Well, I would recommend you go see it because I actually enjoyed this more than I enjoyed Star Trek. Wow. And more than I enjoyed Iron Man. Wow. I, I really like Zack Snyder and I like his take on the film and... It's cast very well. Uh, now, let me ask you a Zack Snyder question. Sure. He directed 300, right? Yes. Is he doing this new 300 movie that's coming out? Uh, the one about the, no. like, the naval battle? No. Or is that somebody else? No, that's somebody else. Okay. Now, he, so I don't need to go see that then. Uh, yeah. No, he's not. From what? I don't know if he's producing it. Um, I know he's doing. I know he's doing a 300 movie. Um it's called like let me look here, three hundred rise of an empire. Right, that's him. He's he, he is directing. No, it? he's producing it. Producing it. Okay. Yeah. So right. he. I mean, he's. I don't know. And how, so how much is? Don't he, you think they should have called it like three hundred and one? I don't know. 
it's a different guy. Uh, 300 part two, 300 squared. They should call it 300 squared. Wow, really? Really? Yep. What is that? What's that? Like, how much is 300 squared? A lot. I can't, I can't um, it's directed okay. by Noah Murrow, who I have no idea. Oh, yeah. No, I have no idea. No. He uh, mm-hmm. hasn't done a lot of stuff. So there you go. So you probably don't need to see that movie. But uh, did but very Deucey well. Man of Steel. Deucey Man of Steel. I really liked it. Now, there's been mixed reviews out there. Yeah, I've seen some people say it's phenomenal. I've seen some people say it's eh. And I've seen some people say it's terrible. No, I, so I really I like I really liked it. I wouldn't say it's phenomenal, but I really enjoyed the movie here. Here's okay. what. So people that say that it's terrible usually are saying it's a little too long, which I kind of agree with. It's about 25 minutes too long at the end. You've got like a resolution and then it just kind of keeps going for a while. How long is this movie? Uh, two hours and 30 some odd minutes. Ooh, it's pretty long. That's a commitment, but it's it's very good. So let me start but with uh, Russell Crowe. Uh, his this Marlon Brando, right? Yeah, Jor- yes, Jor-El. Yeah, uh, Marlon, when he's Marlon Brando. Yeah, thank you. Okay, <laughs> okay, we're out of the out of uh, Richard Donner, and <laughs> we're out of nineteen seventy. Yeah, thank you. Welcome, welcome to two thousand thirteen. Um, <laughs> when he's not singing, Russell Crowe is not bad. Really? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I I like Russell Crowe. Um, I want to like Russell Crowe. It's hard for me a lot of times. I think I'm one of the few people that like him. Okay, then you'll then you'll like him in this because even as someone that's kind of meh on Russell Crowe, I enjoyed Russell Crowe. One of my favorite movies of all time is Master and Commander. Oh yeah, I only really saw that once. I don't remember too much about it. Excellent movie. He was good in A Beautiful Mind. I like that. He was really good in A Beautiful Mind. Yeah. Um, Kevin Costner fucking nailed it that's what i've heard i even from people who said that it wasn't that great they've said kevin costner was awesome and not a huge role obviously and and the way the the movie shot in flashbacks which i like Mm -hmm. so it's about him kind of you see him as an adult superman um but he's kind of like a nomad going from town to town and he's like leaving good deeds in his path and then like moving on and uh that sounds like your story yeah you know i'm just uh, a man among the weeds um <laughs> just me and just me and uh and thoreau you know that's right like, like you do uh getting all transcendental and shit <laughs> uh leaves the grass motherfucker it's <laughs> whitman oh whoops <laughs> i always get my uh i only hey i took uh i took my American lit course at a community college. That was awesome. At least you knew they were both American. There you go. There, did yeah. you really take it at a community college? I did. Because I did I, I took, knew how hard it was going to be to take it over a whole semester. So if I was going <laughs> to take American lit, I took I, uh, I was going to take it at a community college. I took bio one oh one at a community college. Nice. I did. I did. I never opened the book. Oh my god. I had already done I don't <laughs> I even want to know what, five years of undergrad. I, I tried. I couldn't even help people that were uh, you know, I had friends of ours that were taking the GSI classes and I, as a science major, like as a, I mean, I was like a biology, molecular biology major. I couldn't even help them with their homework because it was not science. I don't, I can't even explain to you. I'm, I'm people that would take the, that have taken were they, these were they teaching creationism. I, no, they weren't even teaching science concepts that I couldn't even explain to you. I was like, what? I don't even know what to do with this. I can't help you. And they were, My- they were upset. My then girlfriend, now wife, uh, showed me a math problem she was given in one of those like entry level math classes. Right. And I literally stared at it for like two hours. That's what I'm saying. It's like a fucking, I was like, I it's like a fucking magic guy. It's like, there's no yeah. fucking sailboat. It's, schooner is a <laughs> sailboat. I see. I, like, I looked at this thing. There was like matrices and like all this weird stuff in it. And I was like, honey, this is not math. I don't know what this is, but it's not math. And she ended up having to go to a, like a study session and getting him to like step by step explain what the hell he was asking. Yeah, forget that. And she finally she was like it clicked like what he was asking. Yeah, forget that noise. No. So that's, that's so, yeah, Kevin Costner in a small role as obviously uh, Pa Kent. I don't know what his first name is. He's a father, um, the adopted father of Clark, a.k.a. Superman. And um, it's like a foster home, right? Yeah, if you know, if the foster home you got to with your ship crash landing into it or something, isn't that how it works? Yeah, that's how everyone finds a foster home. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Kevin Costner did a phenomenal job. I mean, really should get uh, consideration for best supporting actor. 
Cool. And uh, so I thought he did a great job with it. The So here's my one. Uh, one of my caveats is new Zod versus old Zod because okay. General Zod is in this. Who plays Zod? Um, Does anybody we've heard of? No, I haven't. I hadn't really seen him before. Should I? Should I? Look Michael this guy Shannon. Up? Oh, 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 um, I can see his face. He was in Bad Boys 2 and Vanilla Sky. <laughs> you ain't seen Bad Boys 2. Um. <laughs> Boardwalk Empire. Um, I know this guy. I've seen him in something. Um, Jonah Hex. Um, he was in. I'm trying I to read think some of the. Uh, trying to think what he. Comment. I'm trying to look and see what he was in that you would have seen. I don't really recognize anything that you would have seen with him in it. I don't know, buddy. But anyway, hmm. so he was in Kangaroo Jack. There you go. Oh, that was it. Right. He, was in, he was in the Bad Lieutenant Port of Call, New Orleans. Oh. Also known as the worst titled movie ever. He was in the movie Groundhog Day. The 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 Bill Murray the movie with Bill Murray. Yeah, he played Fred. I'll be damned. Yep, yep, yep. So it, he was in Eight Mile. He was in Eight Mile. Okay, there you go. But he looks so weird. You don't even recognize him in this picture here on IMDb for the movie. Um, but yeah, he did a good job. But man, Terrence Stamp isn't that the guy? Terrence Stamp is the original Zod. I think that's his name i think that's right he was i think you're right yes so he he was really good and i really liked him so terrence stamp who was uh the uh the guy in young guns yes yeah the, uh, the overseer of the thing yeah the overseer of the thing the guy that taught them english yeah yeah yeah. how to read yeah he was yeah. also in uh star wars phantom menace I'm not sure I'm familiar with that. I, I think you is are. Is that a it, is that a move? I'm, they, they, I'm pretty sure th- there are only three Star Wars movies. They're making a new one. I'm pretty sure that uh, you felt it there's, was. There's uh, a New Hope. Yeah, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure that Return you of the Jedi, which isn't very good, said but, that no. it was uh, one of the best uh, films out there. <laughs> Imminently rewatchable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Extremely, yeah. extremely, extremely, extremely rewatchable. Extremely rewatchable. <laughs> <laughs> that's right now that you remind yeah, me it's a, it's a space opera it's, right it's a, a space, classic classic space, space opera, opera. <laughs> now i remember oh see it's all coming back to oh, you now it is it's all flooding back flooding oh, that's back. funny yeah so uh <laughs> yeah good old terrence stamp so yeah i like him is he still alive um yeah he is still alive he is rocking it in the free world july 22nd 1938 so <laughs> The good, the good old Terrence Henry Stamp is going to be what seventy five? Wow, seventy five this year! Wow, there you go. Cool. Good for you, Terrence. Yeah, I, like, I like him a lot. Yeah, so uh, so that might be the only thing that may turn people away, but I have to say it probably won't because a lot of people that are watching this movie probably didn't grow up watching those Superman movies. Whoa, dude! What? Terrence Stamp? Yeah, played Zod right in the movie. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Right. Isn't that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. In Smallville, he played Jor El. Oh, the look voice at that. of Jor El. You know, that was always a TV series I wanted to watch, but I just never really got around to watching it. That's crazy. So, Amy Adams is in this. Very nice. She plays mm-hmm. Lois Lane. Mm-hmm. Does actually a pretty good job with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the main character. Played uh, by what's his name? I just had uh, it. British guy. Yeah, 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 British guy. We talked about that last time. His name? Oh, Henry Cavill or Cavill or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, Cavill. Cavill. Jim Caviezel. He was in uh, oh lots of good stuff. The Immortals, which I didn't see, and Stardust. Mm. Uh, he was yeah. also he's a, he's a handsome fellow. He is a handsome fellow. He was. Oh my God! He he and I share a birthday. Oh, he is exactly four years younger than me. Like you do, and there you four go. times handsomer. Wow! <laughs> yeah, he's a baby. Jeez. He yeah. Nineteen eighty three. Yeah. Good lord. Yeah. So he uh, he was pretty good in it. I'm gonna say I liked that movie a lot, and I actually I wanted to see it again. The soundtrack was very very good by Mr. Hans Zimmer. Oh, I like Hans. It's a very excellent soundtrack. Um, so the one caveats I will have are obviously the long ending, which I mentioned. If you can just mm-hmm. bear through it. Um, and then do they let you like fast forward at all? No, or? not in the theater. No. They kind of frown upon that. Okay. And then there's also this weird thing at, near the end with this 
a lot that's similar to the Avengers, some of the ending that's similar to the Avengers, which I know Dude, means... you didn't tell me Diane Lane was his mom. Dude, she looks busted when she gets old, too. They, I think they just they put makeup on her for when she's young, and they just let her like go in fresh for the for the old scene. I'm like, damn, Diane Lane. Diane Lane, it looks busted. You bite your tongue. Yeah, well, I mean, it's fine. She's old, right? So, I mean, how old is she? She's probably okay to look busted. She's probably 60 something, right? 60. 1965. Oh God, she's not 60 years old. Good lord, she's what? <laughs> she's 40. She's 48 years old. 49 no. she just turned 49 yeah wow she looks a lot older than that anyway so yeah she plays she's good, a, she's kind of eh. i mean i didn't really love her in it i didn't hate her but uh kevin costner stole it he killed it boom and uh there you go so i would recommend man of steel actually i give it four and a half out of five stars I really, really enjoyed it. I actually want to go see it again. I love the the storyline, how they told it in flashbacks. They gave some really nice back, sci-fi backstory to Krypton and what's going on on that planet and why he's there. They really wove in a lot of the mythology and made it a little more plausible in terms of like the S on his suit and what it means versus oh, cool. just being like, Oh, it's an S for Superman. Um, you know, in the movie, it's based off of his... Uh, it's like their house. They're like house sigils. So, oh, so that's the cool. house sigil for the, for, you know, call L or the L house or whatever they are. If it means hope. So all of them have their own sigil. So general Zod, Zod has his own sigil. And, uh, so I thought that was really cool. And that is cool. Do they have a red wedding in this movie? Uh, no, there are no weddings in this movie. Mm-hmm. I don't like a movie. If it doesn't have a wedding. Yeah, no, you do. No, you, you know, don't. I'm a big fan of four weddings and a funeral. Yeah. Not He's got four weddings. And a funeral. And a funeral. Does the funeral happen first? Her funeral happens first, right? Or does that? Yeah, Hugh Grant dies and. He dies? I, I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, I only saw okay. it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's horrible. He's dead. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. So, yeah, I enjoyed Man of Steel. I like it a lot. Go see it. I recommend it. Cool. Uh, I will do that. One la- one preview. Preview. Pacific Rim. Yeah, I don't know about oh, this Oh, dude, one. it's going to be really good. Uh, yes. I just don't know. Yes, 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 yes. Dude, I'm craving like robot original concept movie. You know, when have we... Is it, though? Is it? It is. There's no, it like there's robot no jocks. two or three behind it. There's no comic book. That's true. You know, That's in true. in a summer with I'll Iron Man 3s and Star Trek Into Darknesses and Ma- even Man was, of Steel, which is, you know, just a reboot in effect, even though it's an origin story. I will give you that it is an original idea, but at least agree with me that it is derivative. Of Rock'em Sock'em Robots? Yes. Yeah. Robot jocks. Yeah, but it's no, but it's the, the robots aren't fighting each other. The robots are on the same side. It's okay. it's robots versus aliens. So it's robot jocks meets Godzilla. Yes, exactly. But m- many okay. Godzilla that you need a Godzilla rack. <laughs> an entire rack. Godzilla rack. An entire <laughs> rack for Godzillas. So, but can I mean the cast is epic. Okay, it's got Jax Teller in it. Charlie Hunnam, yeah, he plays a washed-up pilot, Raleigh Beckett, and he. I think I'm on record saying that I am a a, a Charlie Hunnam fan. Yeah, he is excellent. Uh, Idris Elba, I don't know how to pronounce. I love Idris Elba. Yeah, he's love awesome him. in the and he's awesome in the trailer. We are canceling I, the apocalypse. I believe that's how he says it. That myself and friend of the show, listener. Katie from Chesapeake are the two biggest Idris Elba yeah, fans. Yeah, so they're alone. The I mean, he's got a big part. He's all about it. Ron Perlman? Cool. Ron Perlman and Charlie... Charlie Day? Yes. And apparently... I he, love Charlie Day. Apparently he has a really cool... He's hilarious. Apparently he has a really cool... He plays like... It's kind of like half um, Emmett Brown, half like other crazy scientist role. I mean, it, it's apparently really funny. He plays like this funny... He's like the comic relief there for the for the doctors in this. I love Charlie. Day. Yeah, so I, it's gonna be good, man. I'm telling you, you're gonna okay, like it. I think I might be convinced. You're, you're gonna like it. It's an original movie. These movies don't come around that often. And Guillermo del Toro directed it. Hellboy, so. man. Hellboy director, yeah. not bad. But it's, it's gonna. It's, if he directed, it's gotta be pretty good. It's gonna be good, and it's the si- the special effects just look epic, and they did a really good job with it. I mean, yeah, it's 
you know, I, I just I welcome new stuff out there. And the fact that someone would take a chance, people are all, all they're doing is throwing money behind things that have got 60 or 70 years of canon behind it. You know, oh, we're going to do more Star Wars or we're going to do more Star Trek or we're going to do this or this. Well, this is something completely original. And I applaud that and I will applaud it with my money. <laughs> take that money I, I i can't argue against that so i'm i'm excited about it july 12th yeah you might have convinced me i think it's it's got some great actors i mean freaking ron perlman love him dude i do love ron perlman he's awesome so him and charlie in it man with idris silva and charlie day like come on those four right yeah, there just the four of them like i would pay 10 bucks just yeah, to see the four of them ex- sitting around chatting exactly so i mean it's gonna be good so go see uh go see Pacific Rim will be talking probably the next time we get on a podcast, maybe when I've seen it. So there you go. Yeah. That looks cool, man. Awesome. So I think, uh, I think we covered everything today. I think we did surprisingly. Awesome. With the amount of notes I had, I thought we were going to go two hours. Mm. We are nothing if not efficient or not, not, not not efficient. We must be nothing. then. (laughs) You know, nothing, Nicholas. (laughs) Uh, Why do you keep making me think about Rose Leslie? Oh, Rose Leslie. Why not? Why wouldn't you think about Rose Leslie? Mm. I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm. I'm saying, and, but I'm not saying. And we talked about Amy Adams today. We did talk about Amy Adams. Yeah, Amy Adams and Rose Leslie. Rose Leslie. You know, I okay. I had, question, I had questions about that in the from who watched the series, oh, the season. I got statements because it about seems it. like what? it seems like in the book that she died. That's the sense that I got in the book that she's dead. Is that a right? Is that a good sense? That's the sense I got. Did she not die? No, but it sounds like it seemed like she died and then the chapter kind of ended. And mm-hmm. so, I was, yeah, that's the that's what I got out of it. Do I need to reread? No, it, it just seemed like, man, she just kind of died pretty quick. She was just. Yeah, I guess he was at the wall and then the wildlings started to come and then there was a battle or something and she died. I don't know. I don't know. I'm still thinking about Rose Leslie. Yeah. So what, what am I choosing between Rose Leslie and Amy Adams? And keep in mind, Rose Leslie has a uh, Scottish accent, Irish accent. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to have to go Rose Leslie. Uh-huh. Yep. It is, is Amy Adams, yeah, I guess she is Team Ginger. She's a little too tiny for me. She's a little, really? she's a little too small. Hmm. She's very petite. Don't you think? She's very petite. I don't know. I've never seen her in person. So. Didn't you, haven't you watched Enchanted? I have watched Enchanted. Uh, roughly six million times in the last few weeks. But I was watching for Patrick Dempsey. Oh, right, the prince. Yes. No, oh. the uh, the uh, the guy. He's the, the guy. Who the guy? Wait a minute. So, oh, he's the other, He's. I don't. I don't remember who plays the prince. Some other good-looking dude. Okay, so so Patrick Dempsey is the guy in the real world. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah. Well, it all it all makes sense now. And he's McDreamy. Wow. Or is he McSteamy? I don't know. I, he's he's one of those Mc. I can never remember. Hot guy. I can never. McHot guy. McHot guy. Yeah. I don't know. Wow. That just happened. I have no idea. So. Well, good. Enchanted. Well, good. Now that we know uh, how Enchanted uh, turned out, then we're good to go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> This went off the rails pretty wow. quick there. At the we're end. doing so well too. But you know sure. what? So it's gonna be a little nobody's so listening can we talk, anymore. Can so. we can we get serious for a second? Let's do. All right. So it's gonna be a little while for a recording again, folks. It is. It is. It's not um, it's not for, for lack of want. It's uh it's for lack of not, me being in the It's country. not for lack of effort. Um you know, some people just need some time away and you know, it doesn't mean that, you know, that we don't love each other anymore. It doesn't mean that we don't love you just because we don't want. It's just, it's just a break. It's just, you know, it's just a break. We'll be back. And it doesn't mean any, it doesn't mean that uh, we don't want to continue to record and, and make beautiful sounds for your, ear, for your ear holes. It just means that we want to just take a little time for ourselves. Can I make a blanket statement to all of our listeners? I would, I would love it if you made statements with blankets. Um... <laughs> You win, sir. You always do. Uh, okay. So my wife and my daughter and I are going on a vacation. Please, next week while we're on vacation, nobody come and steal anything from my house. Thank you. Why? Didn't you buy that security system? For- 
from <laughs> yes i mean as far as you know I mean, no i mean yes i'm arming it right now although i had to say it's pretty funny a uh, guy did come up last week trying to sell us a security system well, that's what i was referencing because your wife did not your wife put did it on she, tell she you, put it on facebook no she told facebook oh, she put it on facebook she told facebook so for those of you who aren't on Facebook and aren't friends with my wife, a uh, guy comes up trying to sell a security system. The dog goes ape shit, <laughs> and he does not get the irony that the dog is scaring the crap or, out of him. Or the irony of the no soliciting sign. The no soliciting he's standing sign right next also to. had no effect on him. <laughs> so what are you going to do? Nice. Well, there you go. So uh, be careful. Do not approach his house. He has a fully armed security system. And, uh, it's like, uh, it's like, you know, when, um, when Matthew Broderick goes to see the, uh, the NORAD facility Whopper. Yes. It's just like that. It's exactly like that. It's more like when they go to the drive-in movie theater and spies like us and have to go down in the basement. Wow. It's more like that. Wow. Vanessa, Vanessa Angel, very hot in that movie. Goodness gracious. Uh, okay, so that is all, folks. <laughs> for uh, for Nicholas, this is Brandon. I hope you guys enjoy a few weeks off. Enjoy it with friends. Enjoy it with family. <laughs> Binge watch like you were told to do by us just a few episodes ago, or maybe I'm sure there are some people who have not done mm, it. Maybe maybe a few. Maybe the, maybe a few people that haven't even listened to that episode. In which case, it may be a while before you listen to this one. You can't hear it, but I'm shaking my head. <laughs> so do yourself a favor and and listen to some old episodes if you like. Go back go back into the to the history, the mythology. <laughs> the backstory. <laughs> the origin. The origins. The, origin story. the origins of Irkon Pod. It's the best do it's it. the best way to know uh what the future's gonna be like is to to, to know true. the past, right? Is that is that what it's they true. say? Past is prologue. Past is prologue and Oh, God, wait for the epilogue. Hold on tight. Grab those ankles. See you guys very soon. Peace out.